You are Locked On Suns, your daily Phoenix Suns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Phoenix Suns is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned later on in the show for the Ultra Player of the Week. Preaching the gospel of DeAndre Ayton here on today's episode of Locked On Phoenix Suns. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and I am your host, Brendan Clean. You can follow our show on Twitter at Locked On PHX Suns, and you can follow me on Twitter and the Locker Room app, where I do a show every week at Brendan Clean 14. 110 100, a box score. <laughs> That really does not belie the truth of what happened in this game. It was a blowout. The Suns are victorious. We'll get into all of that. We'll get into the defining stretch of the game that ended in smiles for everyone. We'll talk about Torrey Craig's impact, DeAndre Ayton's big night, and another addition to the Facundo Campazzo All-Stars, courtesy of listener and longtime Suns fan, Cody Hunt. But for those of you who are new here, welcoming in all of you, maybe you're celebrating the Miami victory. Maybe you're finally starting to feel good about the Suns team at 29 and 13. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I cover the Suns at Forbes and SB Nation, covered the NBA at large over at Dime. And that means that you come here not only to get the latest Suns and rumors and insight analysis, all that stuff that you need in a week like trade deadline week, but you also come here to get how the Suns fit into the broader context of the NBA. And that's what really we're starting to think and talk about more and more here. Um, The Suns team proving over and over again that they are legit, that they are real, that they can do things like this. 10-point victory here tonight, but really not that close most of the game. Uh, after, the f- after the first half, the Suns were up 58-43. to It was not really close after that. The Heat made a little run to, the end, the, to end the third quarter and then made some, some shots late in it when there was really not much competitiveness happening. So you can see the starters everybody's at least a plus 12, right? So um, that that says, I think, most of what you need to know here. But I wanted to go through the stretch of the game actually in that third quarter. And it was, um, you know, I think for the most part, you saw this team steadily just build this lead and then keep it. So it's not one of those where there tends to be a massive, massive uh, moment. But it was in the third quarter um, around the midway point, precisely 938 actually to be exact. So what we saw there is, Booker makes a 12-foot floater. He's getting into his groove. He had, I believe, 20 or so at this point already. Um, gets a foul drawn by Duncan Robinson on that same shot. Makes the free throw. Then Bam Adebayo goes to the line, makes his two. And then we have a little bit of back and forth. So Chris Paul misses a three. Kelly Olynyk gets the rebound. Bam tries to finish at the rim on the other side. Six seconds later, a semi-transition sort of quick bucket. Ayton just... Completely stuffs him. Not not a block, but one of those countless plays tonight where Aiton was right there at the rim to make the miss happen. Uh, then the Suns try a three, miss. Duncan Robinson gets blocked. This time Aiton does get registered with a block. And then the Suns push the tempo, get the ball down the floor in just a couple seconds. Booker assists Bridges on a layup. 
and the Heat call timeout. And what I really wanted to highlight there is not anything special. It's, it is it is indicative of the Suns staying the course, right? They miss some shots in that stretch. They foul Bam Adebayo, all that stuff, and they just keep pushing the tempo, playing defense, all those things that help them win, and they get the lead to 22. At that 8:27 mark when the Heat called the timeout, the Suns are up 71-49. To me, that felt like the end, but what really, really stuck out about that moment personally is that the Suns players, Aiton, Booker, and Bridges, who were all involved in that play, uh, Aiton gets the block, Booker gets the ball, and gets the assist to Bridges, who streaks down the floor for the made shot, they're all beaming as the timeout happens, as the broadcast on Fox Sports Arizona goes to the commercial break. They just have shots of all three of those guys beaming from ear to ear like the best moment of the season had just happened. And I don't think it was that, but it certainly felt momentous in the emotional tone of the game and the the way you could see it build. And I don't think it's a coincidence that it came from a DeAndre Ayton defensive play, a series of them, really. The the stop of, of Bam at the rim, followed by the block of Duncan Robinson, two straight defensive plays, eventually resulting in an easy basket on the other end. This team responds and gets hyped when DeAndre Ayton plays well. It's always been true. It's been true the past two seasons. You think back to his stretch in January last year. You think back to the Knicks game, the Celtics game, the Mavericks game when he was reeling them off, even games this year. Of course, there's been plenty. And when he does that, this team gets to another level emotionally. They respond. They get, uh, I think, just a certain level of confidence. Not that they think that he's not going to do it every night, but um, it is a question mark, right? He has a lot of responsibility. There's foul trouble questions. There's, um, you know, consistency of of how aggressive he is. All that stuff we know about DeAndre Ayton. I don't think his teammates knock him for it, but I think they know in their heart of hearts that he has a lot of weight on his shoulders. And if he lifts it high, and if he answers, then this team uh, really, really, really gets taken to another level from a chemistry and emotional and buy-in standpoint. And we saw that. That commercial break said it all. Smiles all around and just super happy moment. I mean, the team blows out, basically puts the finishing touches on a lead that they would not give up against Miami, a team that was in the finals last year, who's been on a run lately. They knew this game was big. They wanted to set the tone right on this road trip, the first game of four on the East Coast, and they did exactly that. So I I don't think you really can have any complaints here. I don't think there's many negatives to talk about. So let's get right into more of the positives. I want to talk about DeAndre Ayton and Torrey Craig in the next segment. But first, a quick word from Michelob Ultra, who present this week's Ultra Player of the Week. It's only worth it if you enjoy it, remember, guys, and I think nobody exemplifies that better on this Suns roster this week than Chris Paul. We got a rare, rare dose of uh, not even humility, but openness from Chris Paul this week when he notched his 10,000th assist, this coming just weeks after he became the all-time assist leader in the All-Star game, now crosses the 10,000 assist threshold and becomes one of six players in NBA history to do that. He's not done yet, as he said. He's holding the game ball. Um, just just giddy. I mean, really, like, as I said, a rare moment where he's able to look back um, on what he's accomplished. And like I said, you know, Michelob Ultra, their thing, joy creates success, and enjoyment isn't the end game, it's the whole game. I think I've said this about Chris Paul before, is that it's rare to see a guy that, old who you would think it could just be hard. It could be hard to get off the bench and go play at this point in his career. It's it's against Andre Iguodala tonight today. You saw like 
players that get down there, uh, up there in age, it, it can be a challenge. It's not a challenge for Chris Paul. Again, joy creates success. With only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, Michelob Ultra wants you to remember to think about, are you happy because you win or do you win because you're happy? Grab a Michelob Ultra the next time you're watching a Suns game. Sit down, enjoy it, crack it open, and think about the joy this Suns team plays with, as well as what Chris Paul continues to find. Today's show also brought to you by Paramount Plus. March Madness has returned, and Paramount Plus has the games you won't want to miss. Watch CBS games live on Paramount Plus, including the Final Four and National Championship game on April 5th. Paramount Plus is also the home to year-round sports, including the Masters, PGA Championship, UEFA, Champions League, and Europa League as well as the NFL and more. Plus, get breaking news, expert picks, and highlights from all of your favorite teams with CBS Sports HQ, a 24-7 sports news network. I, previous iteration, Paramount Plus has now absorbed CBS Sports and has a bunch of awesome TV shows to watch, so it's even better than it used to be. But I was a subscriber, I have been a subscriber all last year up through now because they have the WNBA, they have... Uh, the NWSL, two women's leagues that came back first before anything. I was starved for sports, and I subscribed and loved it. It's a way to watch the games now during March, and it's not going away. The Masters, of course, you want the extra coverage. Of course, you want the soccer that's going to come back this summer. UEFA is amazing. It's a yearly festivity that everybody loves, even if you're not a soccer fan. So what are you doing? I've been a subscriber. You should be too. Visit ParamountPlus.com before March 31st to receive a one-month free trial of Paramount Plus. That's ParamountPlus.com to receive a one-month free trial of Paramount Plus. ParamountPlus.com. Back here with some thoughts on DeAndre Ayton's game. I know I was going on a little bit of a uh, the gospel there, as I said before at the top of the show. I did a little bit of it. That was like the intro to my sermon. Here's the meat of it, guys. 17 points, 16 rebounds three blocks, three assists, eight of 12 from the field, just an all around incredible game. I think it should be on the short list of his best games of the year. Yes. The 17 points, you know, maybe you would say, well, he needs for it to really be the best of that. He has set the bar high enough that if you really want to get the best of the best for DeAndre and you want the scoring and the defense, well, I'm not that picky. Okay. So to me, what DeAndre Ayton did defensively tonight, controlling this game, is nothing short of incredible, to be completely honest with you. Um, And it's not just the stats. It's not just the matchup one-on-one with Bam. Bam, by the way, four of nine from the field, minus 15 in the box score, only eight rebounds. So to be clear, he won the matchup. But it's not only that, okay? So I want to highlight some other things. You saw Tyler Hero, three of 11, one of six from three. Yes, the heat got a little bit cold from from deep, right? Okay, so yeah, you had Kelly Olenek 0 of 4, you had uh, Hero 1 of 6, although that's been a trend all year, and Trevor Reza just getting acclimated here hasn't played all year. He was 1 of 5, so uh, not not amazing. They shot 36% overall because none went off a little bit, but you know some of their main shooters were not making shots. But anytime anyone tried to get to the rim, Aiton was right there, and yes, that shows up in, in Autobio's stat line, that shows up in Hero's stat line, Um, That shows up in how Aiton was able to control the glass with 12 defensive rebounds. But the other thing to me that I think needs to be noted here is the Duncan Robinson, Bam Adebayo pick and roll, which admittedly has not been as excellent as in years past. I think not having Gordon Dragic to set things up there, having guys in and out of the lineup has been tough. Hero, not himself either. 
Um, but at the same time, it's such a bread and butter. And even when it's not at its absolute peak, like it may have been last year, the suns or the heat rather, um, they run it a lot. They, they rely on the gravity that both of those guys have not only to set one another up, but just to create space and dynamic, uh, dynamicness, I guess, to their whole offense. And Aiton and Bridges together played it beautifully all night long. Aiton was right there to step up in the right timing to get a, f- a hand in Duncan Robinson's face. He, again, you know, was was not, that did not mean that Adebayo was getting to the rim. That That's a testament to the help defense, obviously, as well, with Jay Crowder and the likes of Torrey Craig getting the help that the back end needed after Aiton was stepping out onto the perimeter. But they suffocated that thing. Robinson, I think, yes, two of five, like he's an elite shooter. He's going to make shots. But Duncan Robinson only taking five threes to me is the victory. You limited what the best shooter on this team and one of the best in the NBA could even do to get open, right? You limited how much he could even have an impact on the game at all because you didn't let him get those shots off. And Aiton deserves a lot of credit for that. So when you're shutting down, you know, Bam Adebayo, Duncan Robinson, and the drive and kick game that the Heat rely on so much, Kendrick Nunn had it going, but he wasn't really assisting either. He was just getting his as a scorer, didn't get to the free throw line. That's the other thing about this game for Nathan. Only three fouls. So, you know, none was getting to the mid-range shot that he liked so much. He made five of nine threes. So somebody's got to score the ball. I think Aiton took away almost all of what this Heat team does best. And again, that's why to me, it's one of the best games he's had all year in terms of two-way impact on winning a game. And the Suns obviously just forcefully won this game. Uh, okay. Torrey Craig now as well, 21 minutes from him. He basically took Abdul Nader's spot in the rotation. Um, we did not see, Nader was inactive tonight, so I, I don't want to say that that's permanent, but Torrey Craig's doing all he can to make sure that spot does not go to anyone else. Uh, made two of three triples tonight, 10 points, three rebounds, and was one of the key parts of the defensive scheme here. You need to have wings to stop what the Heat do because they have a ton of wings, right? They have Jimmy Butler, they have Robinson, they have even their guards are bigger, Hero and Nunn. So you need that to to keep them in check. And Craig did an excellent job. He's also really good as a cutter, something that obviously you you know maybe in the back of your mind, considering he played with Nikola Jokic and had success in Denver. That's another team that you need to be smart about how you cut and when to cut, what to do when the ball gets to you, whether to dish it back out or, or try the shot. And Craig is really smart with that stuff. So I think in this point five offense, you know, playing with guys like Bridges and Cam Johnson, who are smart, and Devin Booker, who are smart cutters in and of it, in and of themselves, but also those those two guards and Paul and Booker, who are going to set you up when you cut. Dario Saric probably needs to be mentioned there as well. You are going to get rewarded on the Suns team in the same way that we saw Craig get rewarded when he played with Jokic in Denver. So. I think he's going to be a good fit. I don't necessarily know if if anything he's done or even that he could do really would make me say he's breaking into a no-brainer part of the playoff rotation. But, you know, doing this against a Heat team where he was sorely needed tonight is really a good step. And it at least says that he'll be a specialist that you can deploy off the bench. I hate to say it. I don't expect him to make two of three from deep every night. I, I don't. I just think the track record's big enough now that he's not going to be an above average spot up shooter, but if he can make someone he's wide open and, you know, get that cutting going score in transition and then do what he's really out there to do, which is to play defense on the likes of Jimmy Butler and 
and others, then I think he's a guy who you could at least expect to, you could count on to do that come playoff time, right? That's the really most important thing is, can he at least do this? Can he come in in a game when he's needed and play 20 or so minutes and help you win the game? And that's what he did. So a positive night from Torrey Craig. Hopefully we see more of those going forward so that the Suns uh, get their money's worth on that acquisition. It was their final roster spot. So obviously you want them to uh, to have been to have guessed right there. Of course, you know, they can clear some roster spots up other ways. But let's uh, let's let's see what he does the rest of the year. A good start for sure. Okay, going to close things out with another addition to the Facundo Campazzo All-Stars and then talk a little bit about Dario Saric, who's had some quiet nights of late. But first, quick break to tell you about our friends at Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market, which you've heard of for quite a while now on this show. But now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. That's right. It is Built Bar Madness, the best of the best tasting protein bars on the planet. Today's matchup. Cookies and cream versus coconut almond. It's really close to me. Cookies and cream is is excellent. I mean, cookies and cream, kind of like birthday cake. I can't really go wrong. I don't know if I've ever had anything cookies and cream that's not good. Now, it's not to say this one isn't good, but coconut almond is absolutely one of my favorites, and I can't back down from that now. I just have to go for it. I have to continue to stand for anything coconut, really. I'm a big Almond Joy fan. I've told you before, this coconut almond one is basically a protein bar that really is just a coconut almond bar, uh, 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 an Almond Joy bar that you could convince me uh, was not even filled with protein. Of course, that's what Built Bar is all about. That's why they're great, and that's why you need to vote for coconut almond. Go do it right now. Go to BuiltBar.com or to at bar underscore built on Twitter. And remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. That's LOCKED15. To get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com, don't forget to check back every day to see who won the latest matchup and who will become the best of the best tasting protein bars. Today's show also brought to you by BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football is in the free agency period and the draft period, which you can bet on as well, but really this time of the year is about basketball. On the women's side, we are headed toward a UConn, Iowa, Caitlin Clark versus Paige Becker's. Uh, Sweet 16 matchup, maybe you have a hunch there. I would go Paige, but you're, it's up to you. You have some of these crazy Cinderella's. Is Syracuse going to really do this again on the men's side? A ton of stuff. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Right one click away at betonline.ag. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds that you need to place an informed bet. Best of all, it is free to sign up. So head to betonline.ag. Or use your mobile device to sign up today. Use the promo code Locked On when you make your first deposit to get a 50% welcome bonus. Again, use the promo code Locked On when you make your first deposit to get a 50% welcome bonus at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. One last segment to tell you guys who joined the Facundo Campazzo All Stars, which those of you who are new, is the guys who Chris Paul utterly destroys in isolation or really just in any sort of way to get points on the board for the Suns. It's named after, as you can tell, the diminutive Denver Nuggets guard who Chris Paul just put into the absolute torture chamber in the Suns and Nuggets first matchup of the year. Willie Cauley-Stein, I believe, is the other addition. I'm not sure if we have anyone else. Please remind me if I'm forgetting somebody, but I think that's it, which means... The Precious Achua, the backup Heat big man who had a little bit of a rough go of things on the floor tonight, 
because, oh, I think we should add Dennis Schroeder to it. That's who we need to add from the Thunder game the other night. He pissed Chris Paul off because he called, got a foul called on, on CP3, and, and Paul just went to town. So we'll have Schroeder on there. So it's it's Campazzo, it's Schroeder, it's Willie Cauley-Stein, and now it is Precious Achua. Um, look, eight, eight points, four of seven from the field. It's not a game that Chris Paul is going to frame the box score of in his trophy room by any means. However, it's nice to get those reminders every so often that Chris Paul can still do this. And 27 minutes is excellent for him. The Suns have the magic tomorrow night in Orlando. And so we don't want to see uh, guys play more than they need to, right? We're seeing LeBron James and others go down because of the bizarre and compact nature of this season. Let's not have that happen to Chris Paul. Let's have him do his thing against Precious Achua and then sit the entire fourth quarter. That's a perfect, perfect game for Chris Paul at this point in his career. Uh, okay, so that's that's the that we're rounding out. We have one last starting spot on that all-star team, and then by the end of the year, we're going to be on uh, the 15th man, but let's hope we get that many more nights of Paul's brilliance. Sharich is the last guy I want to talk about, Dario Sharich, because usually we have the, the segment here to close shows, the Dario Sharich six-man of the year watch. It's not looking good, <laughs> let me tell you that. Uh, five fouls tonight, two points, one of four from the field, just not the game that Sharich typically plays. He was out on the perimeter a little bit more because of the likes of Kelly Olenek making him stretch, you know, Bam Adebayo involved in so much action on the perimeter, just not a good matchup for Sharich. And where Aiton was better equipped to handle their drive and kick and their two-man game and all that stuff, Sharich just having to move that much is going to put him in a bad position having to protect the rim, really like blocking shots or, or at least trying to, is going to put him in a bad position. And offensively, like a guy like Bam is is real tough to score on. You're not really going to do that. Sharich has the advantage on a lot of centers, a lot of backup centers especially, but this team, the way they play, uh, Bam's out there almost all the time. Achua is pretty similar. And then, you know, they have some of these guys like Olenek to stretch you out and, and do things like that in the front court as well. So all things considered, I'm not going to freak out, but it is a string of bad games for Dario Saric here. And hopefully soon he can get one to just balance things out, get get some confidence going and be part of this winning basketball the Suns are playing. 29 and 13, they're now 14 and 5 on the road, which is incredible. Only five of their 13 losses have come on the road. Um, so that's all good, good stuff. We just need to see... Maybe just a game where everybody gets in on the fun here. Maybe a a real run-it-up type of game. That could be coming against Orlando. Suns really had their way with them at home a couple of weeks ago. I wouldn't be surprised if the result is fairly similar. Although Aaron Gordon sort of auditioning right now. So anything can happen from the former Wildcat, but should be a fun game nevertheless. Aiton versus Vooch should be good. And uh, let's be honest, guys. I'm sure the Suns will be heavily favored at a place like betonline.ag if they... Uh, were to, uh, if you were to look at that sort of thing. I didn't get paid to say that, I promise. Enjoy your Wednesday, everybody. Sun's Magic coming up tonight. I will be right there with you after the buzzer as always. So check back right here on your feed. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Get me Wednesday night right after the buzzer and then Thursday. You're going to want me as soon as you possibly can on Thursday because we have the trade deadline coming up at noon Phoenix time. I will be hitting record as soon as I possibly can after that. So you're going to want to subscribe this week. Let's just put it that way. All right, guys, enjoy your Wednesday. Enjoy the rest of the week and uh, have fun. The Suns team is, is cooking.